Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Spilled Milk. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope you enjoy the video. And if you're just listening, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right, question. What's your favorite vine of all time? If you if you had to pick one. Dude, yeah. that's a tough question. Purse just laid on like four, so. I feel like I suddenly can't remember like any vines ever. <laughs> I like the one where he's singing in the in the bus. What are you, six? Six inches deep in your mom. <laughs> what about Shathid? Oh, that one's good. <laughs> that one's good, too. Shithead? It's Shathid. It's Shathid. It's Shathid. I think my favorite all time has got to be Free Shavakadu. When really? I was When I was like 12, I was dying. That one does go pretty hard. It definitely does. What about the one with the kid where he's like running around in the backyard and the mom's like, what do you have? And he's like, a knife. Dude, I never really no. thought that was funny. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll giggle. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, it has some humor. I'll blow some air out of my nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a stupid idea, Kendall. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's really rude. Have you, um, have you guys seen the, the guy, his name was Brandon like Calvillo or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude produced some funny vines too. Yeah, he made some TikToks and he popped up on my TikTok, but he's kind of—I don't think he's as funny anymore. What Have was his name? Him? It's like Brandon Calvillo or Is he Cal- the one who Calvillo? had that little white dog? Oh, I have Quincy? no idea. Oh, I don't know. I just know his name and like what he looks like. That's it. Actually, I think I know who you're talking about. He he hung out with David Dobrik a lot. Hmm. You know, Big Nick. Yeah. Have you seen him on TikTok recently? Not recently. Dude, he's like a born-again Christian. Is he really? Yeah. Whoa. And he like makes like Christian rap music now. Oh, sheesh. Oh, my gosh. Dirty Dom. Oh. He was, he st- he was an Amazon driver for a little bit. Oh, really? And he got caught like on some ring doorbell, like stealing a package or something like that oh, while working that was, for that Amazon. That was fake. Oh, it was? That was fake. He was doing oh. it for, for the clout. Oh, I was like, sheesh. Yeah, but he did fall off the face of the earth. Oh, yeah, because David Dobrik stopped yeah. filming with him, and then all the accusations came yeah. out. And... Yeah. I, I never did. watched him. I don't even Not know. Oh, guys. really? No. I loved... There was... My freshman year, I literally, for like a good three or four days, just watched all of his vlogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were four minutes, so I'd plow through like 12 to 15. Yeah. Just like back to back to back to back. They They are funny. Those those vlogs highly recommend. You haven't seen any of them? Mm-mm. <gasps> I never really watched David Dobrik either. Mm. It, his vlogs were just four minutes and twenty seconds of joy. Mm. Yeah. I just never really watched vlogs. I wasn't. That's fair. Yeah. But his vlogs were different. They weren't like vlog vlogs. Yeah. They were like him doing fun, stupid mm. shit all the time. Yeah. Or like a, he did like a science experiment in his backyard and stuff like yeah. that. And. Mm. Yeah, I really only watched some of his vines, like when he was dating Liza Koshy. Mm. Yeah, but she in the new Transformers movie, she plays a character. Oh, she really? like voices a Transformer. Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh, and I didn't yeah. know that. I like, I just like looked up. I heard one voice, and I was like, "Who is that?" And it turns out Pete Davidson is one, and then <laughs> Liza Koshy is another one. Mm. Yeah, it was really, it was really weird. Um, but David Dobrik's podcast too is actually really fun to listen to. Does he still drop podcasts? No. It's been since like... Like April. Of last year. Yeah. Like it's been a good amount of time since since anything was dropped. Um, Is that because of all the drama that happened? All the allegations and stuff? 
Well, the allegations, but then also the stuff that happened with like Jeff and stuff, how he like got hurt. He like swung from a crane. Oh yeah, I heard yeah. about and, that. And, and all he, that like, stuff. Tried to sue David. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh. Yeah, he tried to sue David, but Jeff was like, "No, that's totally fine." Bunch of influencer drama. Yeah. We couldn't relate. <laughs> Jeff said, "Yeah, I'll do it," and then got mad at David for getting hurt, and then David paid all his medical expenses, and then. He was like, no, David, this is your fault. Like, fuck you. We're not going to deal with you. That whole, like, group just kind of, like, disbanded. Because mm-hmm. mm. there's, like, Heath and Zane aren't they friends. They still hang out. They still hang out, but I don't think they hang out with, like, uh, Carly and Aaron at all anymore. Oh. I think Carly and Aaron don't hang out with them for some I reason. I don't know why. Girls are. Carly- I, don't, I just remember hearing that. David Dobrik was getting canceled or whatever, mm-hmm. but I never really like knew the full story. I don't. It's all this stupid influence, like this whole the whole cancel culture thing. It wasn't really him. Stupid. He was just like associating himself with like an accused like rapist. Yeah. Was he like defending? The- no. No. It's just one guy got accused of sexual assault, and then he, um, he just worked with him a lot, and you mm-hmm. and the guy was in a lot of videos and then everyone tried to cancel David because he was friends with him. And, and the girls were saying that like, yeah. he was like encouraging that guy to like have sex with whatever, like underage girls yeah. or whatever. It's, it's honestly just a bunch of, he said, she said like yeah. nobody, regardless of what people say, like it's the same thing with Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill had a girlfriend and like they broke up a year later. Like he has a new girlfriend and he, like, is having a baby with this new girl. Great. Awesome for him. But one of his ex-girlfriends starts, like, slamming him and, like, exposing all of these texts mm-hmm. about, like, how he was, like, rude and misogynistic and all these things. And, like, I read through the texts and I was like, I mean, yeah, maybe he has some weird boundaries, but, like, I didn't find him. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't really. All, the whole cancel culture thing is just stupid. It's just a bunch of he said, she said. People are trying to just get back at people for I agree. having more success. Most of the time. Yeah, some of the times it's like actually. Like oh yeah, there's definitely yeah. some Sometimes some real. Yeah. There's some real aspects to it, and I know that there's a lot of circumstances where it has happened. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the majority now that come out, people just say a bunch of stuff, and then not, there's a huge investigation, and nothing comes out of it. And it's like, well, you just wasted a lot of money in your time yeah. trying to deal with that. I will say though, and like I can't speak much to that situation, but. In our lives, like when there's someone who associates themselves with someone who is known to be like kind of creepy and rapey, if you like still hang out with them, I think less of you. And I think that I agree. I don't respect you. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Which is why I haven't lost respect for him because he did just like cut off all contact with that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it, it is tough, though, because realistically, we don't know. But like if what that one guy was accused of actually did happen and like David knew about it. And now all of a sudden is like, that's like pretty shitty too. Yeah, well, fair. the tough thing, I think for David, the tough thing was he, whether or not he encouraged it, it was one, his, that was just kind of what his friend was known for just sleeping with a lot of people mm-hmm. in a very consentful way. That's why they call them dirty Dom. Yeah. But like it, it was tough. Cause it's like David, like I would say David had a small hand in it, but also a lot of it was totally out of his control based on what his friend would do and say, but people would blame David for what his friend would do and say, which didn't really make sense. I mean, obviously, wait, so is it Dom, Dirty Dom, who was accused? Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously he's 
responsible for his own actions. But yeah. I do think like if everyone always kind of knew how, what he was like and I don't know, it just kind of seems shady to me based on the little information I know that like after people were mad at David, then all of a sudden he's like got a problem with Dom. No. <sighs> I feel like we're miscommunicating. Like I do think it's fucked if he knew about it and yes. still like posted it online. Yeah. I don't think he knew about it. I though. I don't think he knew about it to the degree because I mean he was friends he's he was friends with Dom be- like way before he even started Vine. Like it like Dom they, was like, one of his like out home, the mud together. Yeah, like hometown friends yeah. out of Illinois or wherever they're from. And then they all moved to LA and then I mean he was just known for being a, a guy that smoked a lot of weed and yeah. And just tried to hook up with chicks and and not like not in a bad way. Just like he just that was yeah. just kind of like his thing. And then I think maybe a few times it just went a little too far. And then I mean, given David literally just like one day he was there, the next day gone. You did not hear, see anything about mm-hmm. Dom with all the allegations. And then everyone tried to cancel David and then it didn't really work out. Because I mean Dom's still uploading to YouTube and stuff. Mm. So and and they're totally separate now, but and my thought is just like, I mean, if any of the stuff were more true than false, I feel like Dom would be like totally yeah. gone from the internet. Like he would not be uploading or allowed on any social media platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of shitty people who still have platforms. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I see what you, I know what you're saying. I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's hard yeah. to like, like explain this situation. But I also never watched him. So. I didn't either. I just I saw the bridge incident. I'm not. That somehow he just got past cancel culture. Hey, like, low gang. Like a, low gang Paul, a, baby. Within a week. Yeah. I'm not up to date with any of the like social media influencers, YouTubers. I only see the like TMZ articles and I read through them like a little bit. But, I, like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't I feel know. like I'm like, I'm really in the know about like musician, famous musician yeah. drama and like pop yeah. drama. But anything else i don't like actors even i don't know anything about them yeah i only hear like the big things i just i I was watching i was watching another podcast and they went through all of the the jonah hill stuff so that's how i heard about it i mean Mm. they went through like three articles read all the texts and everything and and even all the girls on the podcast were like i mean yeah does it seem like jonah hill has weird boundaries (laughs) but like you're like, why don't you address those in your relationship instead yeah. of over? T- like everything was like recoiled back, you know. So like, that's the only thing that I like know a lot about is because I, I listened to heard for, like, anything an about the Jonah Hill stuff. I didn't even know it was a thing until yeah, like two days ago. Yeah, I listened to it on Monday, but I just I feel like whenever someone gets famous, if if something happened or if something didn't happen, someone's gonna try to tear you down. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I agree, but sometimes they are being rightfully like. Oh, true. Well, yeah. that's that's why that's why, like that's why if hard, whether it though. did or didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is because there's also been a lot yeah. of stuff that happened where nothing actually happened, or it, in the moment it was totally consensual, and then they see that person yeah. get more successful and are like, ah, I'm mad at them. I don't like them, and then yeah. they try to ruin that. Yeah. There are more than there's probably. Plenty of examples that I just unfortunately yeah. can't think of where it is real. I just know so many that aren't real that went nowhere. I feel like more than more often than not, in my experience, what I see it is true. Um, and sometimes I don't personally think it deserves like for them to be completely canceled. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think 
is. But it's hard because I think we just live in this day and age where, like, when someone is accused of something really serious, especially when it's something like sexual assault, yeah, like you want to take those allegations seriously. You don't want to just disregard them mm-hmm. or like invalidate them. Like, it's important to like really yeah. think about them and look into it. But it's hard because for someone like famous people, like we don't know what they do. Like, there's no way yeah. we could ever like determine what's true yeah. and what's not. Yeah, that's the hard line, you know, because it's like if you don't do anything then it's like, well, that's kind of, that's super messed up. But it's like, how, like how many times are you going to, ha- it's happened a lot in the gaming industry recently. Like yeah. a lot of very, very successful people have been like kicked off of their teams and stuff for these allegations that went nowhere. Like orgs and the police did like full investigations and all these things read through tech, like everything and nothing came out of it. But it's like, you kind of have to look into it. Yeah. I just think yeah. though, in situations like that though even if something did happen a lot of times stuff still doesn't come out of it even though it was true because like especially with things like rape and sexual assault like if there isn't any evidence like you can't do anything but that doesn't mean it didn't happen yeah Yeah. and i think that people just need to remember that and sometimes people take it too far in in terms of other things i don't know i personally will never trust someone who's been like accused of rape but oh i'm not oh i don't i don't either i mean that's a I've seen plenty of SVU. I know, <laughs> I I know the, I know the green God. flags and I know the red flags. Have you guys seen that Miranda Sings is currently yeah. in the process of? Yeah. Who? You, Miranda. Do, Miranda she played, Sings. She like the red lipstick and she sings. She, she used bad. to be like a famous YouTuber. She, I mean, she still She's is. Always Colleen. Like Colleen. Colleen, Colleen Ballinger. She ha- yeah, she has like the black hair or something. Or like, yeah, she used to like brown. dress up all stupid and like put like stupid like hello red lipstick. I feel like on. I've seen it on TikTok. And she would like get with celebrities in YouTube videos and like give them like singing lessons, but she doesn't sing. She's well. been on Jimmy Fallon. I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah. It was very like she was very popular like early 2000s. I used to watch her as a kid, and then I stopped. I don't know. I just wait. So what's the issue with her? So basically, she's being accused of like grooming um fans who were minors. She like uh-huh. all these like. She was in all these group chats with her young fans years ago, um, and they were all underage and stuff, but she would be texting them, and she'd say all this, like, inappropriate stuff to them. Like, I think she, like, would ask them if they were, like, virgins. She would, like, talk about their... There's this one person in particular who accused her first, and everyone, like, trashed him because he was, like, accusing her of this stuff, but now everyone's like, oh, no, actually, she does, like, all this weird stuff. But it's just super weird. Like, she had these super inappropriate relationships with her, like, child fans. Um, and I don't know if, it, from what it sounds like, no one's accusing her of actually like doing something physical with them. Yeah. One but person just, is. Oh, I saw really? a TikTok where there was a girl who was, she was 16 at the time. She went to her, like one of her comedy shows. Oh, or whatever. when she like, yeah, yeah, like brought her up on stage and she was wearing like a skirt she, and Miranda yeah. would just like spread her legs on stage. Oh, I think I saw the, yeah. I saw a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess what I mean is like, I don't think she like had like any sexual yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. interactions with anyone, but she was very inappropriate with like these underage yes. people. And now people are mad. And so she went on YouTube and fucking pulled out her ukulele and sang her like statement. I think I saw that. And it was what? such a fucking joke, dude. I think like, I saw that. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she opens a video with like, my publicist or whatever said that I'm not allowed to say anything, but they didn't say I couldn't sing. So she fucking sang and she didn't even like apologize for anything. Like she was just straight up going off about how cancel culture is fucked up and how she literally said the words, I'm not a groomer. I'm just a loser. <laughs> what? Like, it's really bad. Like it was a 10 minute like 
video of her singing. What the fuck? How, like, That's weird. That the, everyone's getting on the toxic gossip train and like, she's like, she just didn't even apologize. She, she's like, none of you care what I have to say anyway. So whatever. Like, she just like did not. There was no. She's going Gabby <laughs> Hanna mode. <laughs> Gabby yeah. Hanna went fucking insane. Yeah, she did, bro. She. Gabby, she also I'm used to be to, a she the one with like the uh, she had like a big nose. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Brown I kind of when she died. It I don't remember again, the like process of it, but I just remember seeing her years later and being like, "Whoa, she's very different now." Because I know she does like music stuff now. Yeah. I don't know if she still does, but oh, the but last time I saw her, I don't. I don't know what happened to her, but I don't she was either. making some weird videos. She used know. to make singing videos too, and they were. Oh, did she? They were cringe to watch. Well, she makes like, ser- at least the last time when I saw her, maybe like a couple years ago, she was making like actual music and like releasing it. And stuff. Oh, okay. So, because oh. I saw it, she had like a genius lyrics video on YouTube. Oh, did she? Yeah. She was with, she filmed with David Dobrik a lot too. Yeah, she used and then, to. And then David like literally like cut her out of the videos. I didn't really watch her when she was online that much so yeah i don't really know much about her but i don't know too much about her all i know is that she kind of went crazy yeah yeah it's sad to see how like i feel like all the viners who got big they either just like fell off or like went completely in the wrong direction yeah i'm trying to think of somebody who didn't i mean liza koshi didn't yeah yeah she might not necessarily be as popular as she was Mm -hmm. because she doesn't do youtube she doesn't do any of that anymore it's all just like Instagram and like yeah. but I think she's trying to get like, into acting. Yeah. It seems like she's had a couple opportunities though, like big acting opportunities. Yeah. I think so. But, I mean even her like I never when I was on Vine I didn't really like follow any of the Viners that seriously except for like, I was one of those mag con girls though. I loved like Oh my god. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> Dallas like, yeah. and Nash I, Those are the only ones that I like watch but I don't really I don't keep up with any of them anymore either. You know what you should go watch? You should go watch David Dobrik's vlogs with Liza, like they are hilarious. Those I know. Are, like, I, they're so I saw funny. a lot of clips from them. They were a cute couple. They are so so funny. Yeah. And then their breakup video too, dude. Is that so was... weird, but it's so funny. I, yeah. Their Instagram posts were so sad. I remember reading yeah. it because they yeah. they both posted the same picture, whatever, and ended it with like he was like, "Come down." stairs when you're ready or to like start filming a video or whatever and she was like at the end of her post she was like i'll be down in a second david like it was like oh yeah yeah i think they they ended on very good terms i just don't yeah. think i, I don't think like they're yeah. like friends anymore which is understandable yeah. i mean they were in a they like, were together for a long time a long time yeah. like a couple years right dude do, those like celebrity couples that you just like get invested i was pretty sad to hear when vanessa hudgens and austin butler broke up I was sad to hear when Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens broke up after High School Musical. <laughs> that was forever ago. I know. It was forever ago. I was ago, sad but when Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes broke up. I didn't even know they broke up until I watched season three. Wait, and my who? Sister, Outer Banks. Oh, I don't know. John B- oh, you haven't seen Outer no. Banks? Oh, sad. Anyway, um, I watched the whole season three when they had already broken up. Yeah. And, my, and like I had already finished it. And my sister was like, oh my gosh, was it awkward? And I was like, was what awkward? And I was like, because John B. and Sarah like, aren't dating in real life anymore. And I was like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Now he's dating Kelsey Ballerini. I have no idea who that is. She's an up and sort of up and coming country singer. Oh, okay. She, she definitely has a couple of like hit songs, but. 
I will say I think that fans need to do a better job at not dragging people's like relationships on forever, like past breakup. Yeah. Like the Selena Gomez, Justin Justin Bieber, Bieber. Haley Bieber, like love triangle bullshit. Like the fact that everyone is still like trying to force these relationships like just let them do their own thing. Like I don't fucking know. It's just the privacy aspect. It's just like not there. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think, like, in that situation specifically, I will say, it seems like none of, like, Justin and Selena, Justin and Haley, it seems like neither of those couples really were. So I'm just like, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, I think that, I don't know. Are but, Justin and Haley not married, though? They are. They are. But yeah, everyone's it's working still- better than Justin. <laughs> no, but, like, the thing is, is, like, he keeps <laughs> meeting up with Selena and keeps, they keep interacting with Selena so often and, like, Haley oh. will get hate for something and then she'll reach out to Selena and then Selena has to address it for her. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And like, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Justin just seems like he like hates her, on it, like Haley, honestly. And I don't know. Like, I feel like when all that stuff was going on when Selena was having all these health issues, like it was all over the media. Like Justin seemed like he was a wreck about it. And like, I don't know. Have you, have you guys seen anything about Tom Holland recently? I ha- no. I've seen some memes. I just keep seeing rumors that they're getting married, like him and Zendaya are getting married or pregnant. He or so he went so. on a he went on a podcast. Oh my gosh, I forget what it's called. But like he he like totally aired out everything that's been going on in his life. But yeah, it does not say anything about his relationship really with Zendaya because oh, really? they both hold it so privately. Yeah, yeah, and that's he, good. He he just mainly all he when when I say like he aired out all of the stuff, it's just like why he's taking a break from acting and this mm-hmm. and that, like all that kind of stuff. But he brings up like just like how he really values the privacy that mm-hmm. him and Zendaya have. Is like I mean, yeah, they'll see, they'll go out and do stuff together, but like nobody hears about right. their relationship yeah. From, yeah. from either of them. I really feel like those are always the most successful celebrity couples. Yeah. The ones where they just like maintain. Have you seen the memes though? Like the trailer for her new movie or her show <gasps> came out. Yes. She, like in the trailer, she makes out with two dudes. Yeah. And then all the memes are like Tom Holland after seeing <laughs> the trailer. Dude, Penn Badgley, the actor from yeah. You, also, quick pause. They're making a fifth season, and I'm very sad because I thought the fourth season was the last like season ever. Haven't seen it. And they ended the shit. They ended this the show so well, but I think that it got so much hype that they're going to make another. Anyway, oh that sucks. Going into that means that someone's going to die. That means the main character, yeah, Penn Badgley, is probably yeah. going to die. Is my thought. Anyway, he before the fourth season was filmed, he like made it very known. He's like. Yes, there can be some sex scenes. That's fine. Like, I know who the oh, character yeah. is. But he was like, that. on the physical shot in camera, you will not see us kiss or... Like, he, he literally is only shirtless. And they'll get really close, but they'll never kiss. And oh. they'll never do anything else, mm-hmm. even like a fake sex scene, for his relationship with his wife. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I respect that, honestly. Because the first three seasons wasn't bad, but like, you're just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. like, like, sex scene, sex scene. Oh, he kissed. But like, season four, like... I think maybe one kiss, maybe. And it was like a, yeah, like half a peck, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, he's like, yeah, no acting. Nope. I mean, realistically, you don't need all the like visual details to know what is happening. Yes. You know? Oh, you definitely don't. I mean, if you see two people get really close together and one of them take their shirt off, you can just end the scene there. You know what happens. Yeah. I mean, they did, they did, they've had stuff where like, you know, you know, people have slept together without having anything taken off. 
Yeah. They just kiss, yeah. lay down on a bed, fade to black. Yeah. yeah. It just gets so redundant. And I think yeah. that that became a big thing, I think, with... I know, I still haven't watched the whole show, but, like, with Euphoria, with Sydney Sweeney. Oh, my gosh, like, yeah. I feel like her... From what I've heard, her all of her nude scenes and sex scenes, it's just so, like, overkill. And at that point, it's just, like, extra, and you're just trying to see her boobs or something. Well, she's, like, the only one that you... Because you don't see Jules, you don't see Zendaya, you don't see Maddie. Yeah, I mean, well, it's really just it's like her. Her, her character is kind of like the hypersexualized character. Yeah, so. hypersexualized, but also the like, um, she's very like caught up in the in the love triangle, mm-hmm. and she the the other side of the love triangle is very like wall in front of her, very not like mm-hmm. um, sexualized outside of just what you can see. Sydney yeah. Sweeney's the one that wears all the stuff and has all the sex scenes and. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen a couple episodes from the first season, but I just hear a lot about it. But I'm glad because it seems like she at least feels comfortable when filming yeah. to like be like, you know, I don't think that this scene is necessary. I don't think I don't think there was any sex scenes in season two. Oh, wait, that's a lie. I think there was like one or two. There was season one is crazy. Super good yeah. show. Highly recommend finishing it. It's a great show. But season one is very like very sex scene it, it also just seems like in those kind of situations not just with euphoria but it seems like the director is the one who like makes that a problem yeah that's how game just, of thrones was yeah game of and thrones is sometimes it seems like the directors are actually just creepy and like want it for themselves but sometimes i don't know sometimes i think they just like they just do it because they think yeah but i think it, it, it's kind of like the director's responsibility to stop doing that shit i mean yeah I agree. That that yeah. was the tough thing with my thing with watching Game of Thrones is like you see everything. Like it, it there's there is zero censorship Damn. for male and female. I don't think it's like you literally see the actual like deed. I think I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah. Like but but that, they get but... Pretty, they get pretty darn close. Dang. And I think it's just to portray the time yeah. for that type of show like yeah. I mean just say it's also in a mythical world so like sure. say it was like 2000 years ago yeah but like when you get like you're you're getting a little close to the line when it's like you're shooting something like euphoria yeah that's today well have you guys heard about that show um the idol i think it just came out it's Mm-mm. with i forgot her name but she's johnny depp's daughter Mm-mm. um and also the weekend is in it Hmm. Um, but it's essentially just about like this girl who's trying to like make it in Hollywood and able, uh, the weekend he is playing like her mentor essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, but they have this like really weird sexual relationship with each other and it's, I haven't watched it at all, so I don't know, but it seems like it's been pretty controversial so far because I mean, it's written by a man, but like, uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, she's like the main character and the way they write her, it's just like, I feel like it's just perpetuating like really harmful messages because i think essentially like they have like a super like i think he almost like is rapey with her and Mm -hmm. like really and i think that from what i've heard there's like a really really graphic rape scene in the show and like Mm. i think and i think they like are glorifying it and making her character like really into that and like she wants to be like sexually assaulted and like all that shit and i just like i i think that directors in hollywood at this time need to like chill out a little bit and like do better and i also just think that i'm so sick of like 
a narrative being written by someone who really has no experience with like what that narrative is what do you mean like i feel like and that this was a big thing that came up with um that show in particular is that like men should not be writing women's stories of what it's like to be a woman in hollywood and like what it's Mm. like to be sexually harassed or assaulted or just like any of that like men should not be writing that women should be writing that and what if women are writing that though well for that show specifically it's not that's not the case but i think that happens in a lot of media Mm. um whether it's and i think it's like same like if you're looking at like the lgbtq community like i don't think that a straight person should write the story of what it's like to be gay like it's just not going to be as accurate Mm -hmm. and i think that it leaves so much room for like error and things to be misconstrued for sure just they just can't empathize yeah i i i I just think it's hard like hollywood just gets so toxic so fast Mm -hmm. um and i i don't believe it's impossible for like a man to tell the story of a woman in a good way but i just don't think it most more often than not it's just not done well yeah i think i think i don't know i feel like i just don't know enough about making a movie or a film in like how much i know the director has a lot of say but i don't know how much say with different films you know what i mean i mean i think they have a lot of say but i think even like it's fine to have like a male in that kind of role for that kind of show. I just think it would have benefited if they got yeah. more female voices to yeah. give their input on things and like let them know, hey, this might actually not be taken the right way because mm-hmm. it's not accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. no one thinks this way. <laughs> like yeah. not a single woman has ever thought this way. <laughs> yeah. No, I, don't, I have no idea what... I feel like being a director would be cool, but also terrible at the exact same time. Yeah, because I would if, love it. I think it, I think there could be a lot of really, really like beneficial things to do it because it's like imagine you make a movie that makes like eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be sick. Yeah, but then it's like, what if what if you make a movie and and it everybody just hates yeah. it? Yeah, like That's, like like what you were saying. If like you mess up one part and it's completely wrong, no one's watching it yeah. ever yeah. again. Or that, that you'll never yeah. hear the end of like right. that. that right. I mean, part. to be fair with that show, I do think a lot of people are still watching it, and I I don't think that he just messed up one thing. Like I think like the whole thing is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. But that's just like one example. Um, but yeah, it's just tough. I think any creative position where you're investing a lot of time and energy and resources into a project that you think is like this really great work of art yeah. and everyone hates it. That's always going to be tough regardless mm-hmm. of it's like film, music, mm-hmm. physical yeah. art. Yeah. But yeah. But stuff that stuff like that takes time. Like mm-hmm. you're going to write a lot of bad shit before yeah. you come out with yeah, good definitely. stuff. Definitely. I was listening to Tom Hanks say about it, say that he was like, do you know how many times you go into a movie and like, thinking like this is awesome yeah and like the critics hate it yeah. the audience hates it, it makes mm-hmm. no money it's like you have no idea how that piece of art that you made will perform yeah you yeah. have no idea until you release it mm-hmm. which is kind of sucks but i mean that's kind of the cool thing because like if you're good you know you're good like look at the fast and furious movies they went to shit after six yeah but like everyone everyone still goes and sees them yeah and Ludacris said after interviewing for the 10th movie that they made, he goes, 
why would you stop making a movie when you're still making $800 million every movie? That's fair. Who cares the quality because people are still going to go see That's it? That's fair. Yeah. But how do, you, how do you get there? You know, how do you get fast 11, 12, and 13 to still make more than 600, 800, a billion dollars? Right. Mm-hmm. You got to pack, yeah. pack it <laughs> with family. Yeah, and you got to go to space again. <laughs> Next time they're going to the moon. They lost, they, dude, oh my gosh, they lost me. They drove a car yeah. into a, a space shuttle, me. go into space, fly from space in the car <laughs> into the middle of it. Like, bruh, little too, little too much. And then even the, even the 10th, I haven't seen it, but I saw the I trailer. Vin Diesel, is, there's like a Wait, double, what are we talking about? Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Oh, I've never seen there's, there's like two highways. Vin Diesel ramps off of one, oh, I think takes I a see, wire, clips to his tire, hits Hits two helicopters midair, goes down, turns around, yeah. whips, and is, it's, it's just too, it's a little too mm-hmm. much. Even the seventh one, bro. They're like in Dubai. They drive a car. That movie was car, sick as fuck. I'm they not drive even a lie. car from one tower straight into another seven. one. I like all the way up until six. Fast Five was probably my favorite because it's I think like, Fast a, was a dude, favorite. Fast Five was so good because they do a bank heist in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And then you got The Rock in there. And then, oh, that one was so good. And then six, six was good. Seven wasn't bad. Eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Dog. Did I still go see eight and nine? Yes. I fell asleep at nine. I, I saw eight after it came out, like on streaming platforms. Okay. And, but I went and saw eight in person. And I was just like, or, I, saw, I, I, saw I saw nine, nine in, person, in person. And, fell asleep and I was like, before they even went to space. I was like, bro, John Cena's in this. Yeah. <laughs> what, like, what is happening? And the next thing you know, they're flying off of a mountain in a car. And then they're in space, and you're like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, they lost me. It's not a racing... They're not racing movies anymore. No. They're just fucking weird CGI yeah. fighting explosions. Now they're just like a hit squad. Yeah. Now they're like the yeah. world's yeah. number one, blah, blah, blah. Don't let them get behind the wheel. Don't let them get between family. <laughs> family. Yeah. That's the big thing in Fest and Furious is Vin Diesel's character is always like, you can't do nothing without family. Dude, when we were watching the ninth one, uh, me and my buddies went, and I was like dapping up my homies every time they said family. <laughs> How many t- Dude, uh, someone said you should play a drinking game. Yeah, dude, you'd get drunk so fast. You'd be drunk within 20 minutes, bro. It's just family. In his yeah. deep ass voice that you can't control. Dude, I love making drinking games out of shows. I did that with a bachelorette. Anytime they say like, you drink. <laughs> I finished a glass of wine in like one minute. <laughs> Especially if you do the first episode. I like when when you like meet everybody. Oh, yeah. I bet you you could Yeah. You yeah. could get pretty hammered pretty damn fast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking of like just the back to the film stuff, I feel like I just don't really understand the nature of critics especially in movies yeah. i feel like people let what critics say influence their opinions of a movie so much yeah like you <laughs> i'm i'm not like if critics hate the movie i won't go see it but i i definitely like rotten tomatoes is a very good telltale sign for me usually I, yeah i just feel like with anything creative especially if it's a really like unique film it's like that's one person's opinion of yeah that and I feel like criticism in general with creative work is just so fucking yeah. subjective. Like, and I don't know. I just think just because like a group of critics don't like something does not mean it's a bad movie. 
I yeah. like a lot of movies that have like yeah. terrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I like some. So like me and my girlfriend, we went, saw, went and saw the new Transformers last week, mm. right? It didn't get bad critic reviews, but like it wasn't great. Yeah. But it got pretty good audience score reviews. Yeah. Um, and I went and I went in, watched the movie. I enjoyed the whole movie. It, I thought it was a good movie. Were there some parts where I understand where, like, from a critic standpoint, it didn't get that high of a score? That's yeah, fair. like, there's a certain character adds literally nothing to the film. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the film would be like without them, so maybe they kind of needed that. So I get that. But, like, hey, the, the soundtrack of that movie was sweet. The fight scenes, sweet, right? Yeah. So, like, super fun to watch. But then, like, when Top Gun Maverick came out, I was worried that they were just going to mess it up, but it had really good critic reviews and really good audience reviews. So then when I went and watched it, I obviously really liked it, but I see like looking at what critics say about the movie, like I'll go and read Rotten Tomatoes reviews and I can see what they're saying. Like the story wasn't really there or the story developed in a really nice way or like all those type of things. Hmm. Like the new Spider-Man movie that came out, I thought it was fantastic. It got great reviews and great critic or uh, audience reviews. And for like a middle movie in a trilogy, it didn't feel like a middle movie because that shit's usually boring. Yeah. Like how Mockingjay part one was when it yeah. came out. Everyone was like, I just spent $20 for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved it. My sister hated it. Maddie hated the movie. She was like, yeah, so much going on. And I'm like, but that's the point. You're yeah. going across and meeting like thousands of Spider-Man. She goes, I know I don't want to meet a thousand Spider-Man. I want to meet one. It's like, well, then go watch the first movie. <laughs> You know? Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of, like, a movie that got bad critic reviews that I really liked. It just also seems like a lot of the movies that get the best ratings are just so mainstream. And they're not, like, bad movies. Yeah. But they're just, it's like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, everyone was destined to like it before it even came out. My, is- my issue with critics is there's no, there's no scale. Yeah. Like, there's no actual, like, tangible, measurable way to see if it's a good film or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another Tom Cruise movie. Oh, the original Top Gun. Everyone loves the original Top Gun. That has some of the worst reviews from critics that I have ever seen. Really? But everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It has terrible critic reviews, but everyone loves the movie. Except the critics, obviously. But I haven't seen that. Didn't you say you like that movie better than Nope? Yeah. Nope was good. I don't don't think those two movies are very comparable i agree it's also very hard to compare them but i just remember having this debate with you in the car yeah and people were against you in the car (laughs) yeah oh speaking of that so tom cruise has a new movie coming out right now mission impossible mission impossible it has a 96 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 93 percent audience score it looks good so like me when i'm looking at that one i now i want to go see this movie because the critics just tell me like the the plot is good like there's a good plot, there's mm. good character development, it's not rushed. You know, audience score to me tells me that the fight scenes are lit. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. Which is good for Mission Impossible in that series because I'm pretty sure like every movie has been at least decent. Yeah. They haven't fell off like I Fast think and the Furious past did. like two were kind of iffy, yeah. but like the the Indiana Jones movie has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, but an 88% score for critics. Mm. Um my dad went and saw that, and I was like, how was it? And he was like, eh. Like, the original Indiana Jones movies were really good. Yeah. Let's see. Insidious, The Red Door, 37% on Rotten Those Tomatoes. Those always Insid- have this. 
Insidious. The red door, which one? What number is that? It just came out. It's just like oh, the last okay. one. Um, Dude, I thought the first Insidious was ass, but the second one was. Dead. I think all horror movies are Elemental. Bad. Yeah. The, the mean, newest Pixar has seventy four percent critics and ninety three percent audience score. It seems like horror movies can never really be like that good of films because they're just so cheesy. It's the same thing with comedies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like. For a horror movie, though, like yeah. that's like a different scale and a different standard. Yeah. But I think yeah. for horror movies, like the second Insidious was really good compared to the first one. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume. I mean, there's 3. there's only one gimmick to horror horror movies, right? It's like yeah, it's like you lead up, you go silent, and then you jump scare yeah. the audience. Yeah, this is this was one that. So you have you guys ever seen Puss in Boots? Yeah. No. The first one. Yeah. First one was good. Yeah. The second one came out. And it has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 94 audience. I watched it. It was good. I love that movie. <laughs> I thought it was really good, but, yeah. like, I don't un- but like, I don't understand why people were, like, raving about it. That's now, fair. given death was freaking lit. Yeah. You know what? I, um, ooh, Shrek 2. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Shrek 2. I'm trying to, like, find a movie that, I, that was just, like, freaking mid. You know, I was talking to my sister about this. You want to know what movies just kept on getting better? You thought they would do worse, but kept on getting better? Kung Fu Panda. I agree. First one, great. Second one comes out, everyone's like, the villain's not going to be as good, it's yeah. not going to happen. Poe then starts flying around fucking with all these yeah. metal balls, freaking lit. Third one comes out, oh no, they made another one, yeah. it's not going to be as good. It was even better. I'm surprised they made two, let alone three, and I'm not mm-hmm. disappointed. Harry Potter... Oh, that's a great series. Harry Potter kind of had mid-reviews, too, I think. Yeah. Some were good, some were bad. Megamind. I've never seen that movie. Weird. Is that the one with, like, the blue guy? Yeah, Yeah. the big-ass forehead. I saw that a lot. The Lego movie. (laughs) I've only seen that twice. Super bad. Superbad had 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a good movie. Good plot. You think so? Decent. I think it's a little all like, over the place. Like, like that's just based me, on high school kids, I feel like that's how it's supposed to that's be. That's right? the McLovin yeah. movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Inception. What did Inception get? Eighty-seven. Yeah, that might that. Those movies are tough. Christopher Nolan movies are tough, bro. Those things just hurt your head. Yeah. Ooh, look up. Um, Goodwill Hunting. Oh my that gosh, so good. That if, movie is so if good. If it's rated Wolf low, I'm gonna lose my mind. It probably will be. Nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, it's an old movie. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. For so critically, hunting. critically, huh? For Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. That makes sense. So everyone loved that movie. That movie was fucking good. I'm trying to think. What's another movie? The Flash was, I, The Flash, <laughs> unfortunately, was not my favorite movie. Um, it oh, was very. You were very, so excited. I was. I, I'd give it like a seven and a half out of 10. I wanted them to be more ambitious than they were. Now, given, they were very ambitious. I loved the plot. I thought it was good. I loved just how powerful they made him seem, but I wanted him to be more ambitious. I wanted him to do more, but I understand why they didn't with all the, like, Ezra Miller controversy, but also, like, all those movies kind of, like, fizzling out. I understand why they didn't go as Mm -hmm. ambitious as I wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. I wanted wanted everything. It was still good. I really enjoyed it. Just, unfortunately, it was not my favorite movie of all time. That's too bad. Yeah, I know. I only cried a lot. (laughs) 
All right. Thanks for listening to our this episode where we talked about all things Hollywood um, and movies and celebrities and whatnot. Um, check out our Instagram and our YouTube channel. All of our links are down below. Follow us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Peace.